0: Hello, this is Ben Thompson, doctor of audiology and tinnitus specialist. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This audio is a recording from my YouTube channel, Ben Thompson AUD. I hope you find the information you need and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, my name is Dr. Ben Thompson. Have you had a hearing test that showed your hearing is in the normal range? but you're suffering with tinnitus or hyperacusis, I wanna share my success using the device called the Ear Level Sound Generator. Now, I'm going to show you the technology that I use with patients to have positive outcomes over time following tinnitus retraining therapy via telehealth, and how exactly you're supposed to use this device. I'm going to show what it does, how it can be beneficial, and some independent scientific tests that I ran in an audiology clinic to show you the difference between white noise, pink noise, and what a zero decibel noise floor means. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Thank you for being here. Let's get right into it. No intro this time, all right? So Soft Touch Labs is a company that makes these devices and they can be obtained through different healthcare clinics and ours is a telehealth clinic, we're able to service it. When you put this device up behind your ear, I'll show a picture of how it looks on my ear. You can see it's slim, it sits up and behind the ear, it's very small and it's very comfortable to put in your ear. This is used for tinnitus and hyperacusis treatments. So following tinnitus retraining therapy, we're going to use low level sound therapy for most hours of the day. And for those who are in their home space, let's say a home office and they never leave their house, then getting sound therapy from a speaker in their room is usually good enough. But for those who are moving around, working in different places, have more active lifestyles, then having something that sits on your ear that can be used in the hyperacusis and tinnitus management, that's going to be very effective. So that's why these devices were designed for someone like you. And let me walk you through the pros and cons of why you might consider this and I'll share some stories of different patients who have used them with success. The first thing I wanna show you is the difference between white and pink noise. I ran these devices through a system called the Speech Mapping, and that is the premier way to test devices that go in the ear at an audiology clinic. As you can see on the screen now, the top line, that's actually the white noise response, and then the pink line, just underneath it, Is the pink noise response. At the very bottom you can see that line and that is actually the measurement of my ear when there's nothing in it. So I put this little microphone tube in my ear canal and I recorded the real response in my ear of sound in a quiet place. That's the bottom line. The next line up, that pink line, is the maximum output of these devices playing pink noise. You can see there's a little difference there on the far right side of the screen. And just above that is the top line, which represents the white noise. So the difference between pink noise and white noise is a high frequency change. Pink noise does not have as much high frequency stimulus, white noise has more high frequency stimulus. You may have found that certain sound therapies mix better with your tinnitus rather than others. For most people, you're going to try different types of sound therapy and come to a conclusion about what works for you. Once you find a sound that you can put as a neutral background sound, then I advise keeping that sound, maybe changing it a little bit to have some variety but finding a good sound and just keeping it in the background steady so you don't have to think about it you're following the tinnitus retraining therapy protocol for tinnitus or hyperacusis and these devices would be on your ears throughout the day so you don't have to think about following it and it happens automatically and that's really easy and functional for most working adults who are still trying to focus and have a life now what Else we need to discuss here is that when you're controlling for pink noise or white noise you can adjust the volume as you can see here these devices have a very little knob i'll try to show some pictures on the screen as well they have a very little knob and if you adjust that knob higher or adjust that knob lower that will change the volume if you push the knob for about two seconds that will change the program from pink noise to white noise when you close the little battery door and you put these in your ears it's going to sound like nothing. It starts at what's called a zero decibel noise floor and it starts at nothing. And that's because those who have sound sensitivity and sometimes tinnitus, putting something in the ear that immediately makes a sound or a beeping noise can be triggering. So I understand what it's like to have sound sensitivity and hyperacusis because I work with telehealth patients like that. Our team of providers works with telehealth patients all day, so we understand. And having something that starts more gentle when you put them in your ears and then you can go up from there, each individual ear, that's very beneficial. So again, these devices are for patients who've had a hearing test for within the normal limits or a normal hearing test. And a lot of you, I know, who are on my YouTube channel have had a hearing test that shows your hearing is normal. Well, it's obviously not normal because what you're experiencing is not normal and the tinnitus or hyperacusis can be managed properly, I've found devices just like this to be some of the best ways to do it. You cannot buy these types of devices online yourself. It has to come through a professional. That's a caveat. Now let's get into the pros and the cons. Pro number one is that the Tranquil 2 devices are small and discreet. You really can't see them. The Tranquil 2 come in four different colors, so you can match your hair or your skin color. They come in beige, brown, silver, and black. In our experience working with telehealth patients, these devices are easy to use and reliable. There's not as many electrical components as a hearing aid, for example. So when it's in your ear, it has less of a risk of going out from humidity or something of that sort. I hear from patients that these devices last years and years and after the retraining period, if they were to have a spike in tinnitus, my patients tell me that it's nice to know that they can just use the sound generators to have a way to cope or manage the tinnitus for a few days during a spike period, for example. One con for the Tranquil 2 is that these devices are not Bluetooth connected to a smartphone. They're not designed to be taking phone calls or making adjustments through an app or streaming sounds through your ears. Now I've heard some patients love that because they don't want any extra Bluetooth uh, electromagnetic signals going around their head all the time and they want something simple that they can just put on and don't have to think about, don't have to worry about the Bluetooth connectivity. So I listed this as a con because some people want that, but I've had many patients succeed for hyperacusis and tinnitus therapy treatment without it. So it's something to consider. Just wanted you to know that. I hope you've had the chance to explore the other videos on my YouTube channel. What you've probably learned is that tinnitus and hyperacusis, sound sensitivity, they are both manageable. They're both quite manageable and that's what an audiologist like myself can specialize in using telehealth. The tinnitus retraining therapy protocols lay out a plan of six to 18 months of nearly constant, most hours of the day, sound therapy. And using the Tranquil 2, I've had a lot of success of having that sound therapy as part of your retraining period to provide real-time relief and long-term positive neurological effects to the auditory system. Do not overlook sound therapy. and know it seems simple, But it does have a big impact on managing tinnitus in my professional experience. Once that retraining period is over, then the sound therapy doesn't have to be used anymore or it can be used as needed if you had a spike years down the road. And that's a big message to share for sound therapy protocols for tinnitus. It's a temporary period of time. It's not a forever device that you have to wear for the rest of your life. If the Tranquil 2 devices and using sound therapy for tinnitus or hyperacusis are of interest to you, then please reach out to our telehealth company. You can click the card in this video, click that little button above my head or check the description of this video for more information on how we provide the Tranquil 2 via telehealth. Now, the last point I wanna make is that if you're considering ear level sound generators for tinnitus or hyperacusis, you may have also looked into hearing aids programmed for those features. And those would typically be entry level hearing aids with the hearing aid amplification feature turned off and they're used in a similar way to ear level sound generators. The main difference here is that the hearing aids would have some Bluetooth streaming options, whereas the ear level sound generators are do not have that feature and also that hearing aids are typically more expensive. What I see is that hearing aids are usually 30 to 50% more expensive for the pair than the year-level sound generators. Some common questions we get in our telehealth practice. If you were to reach out to us, you might be thinking, well, I just have tinnitus in one ear. Do I need to wear two or one? We do recommend two that is following the protocols. We recommend using a pair of devices for unilateral or asymmetrical tinnitus. It has positive neurological effects when it's stimulating both areas of the auditory brain. And if you didn't do that, sometimes we hear that the tinnitus shifts to the good ear and we don't want that. Some other questions would be what about a return policy? Can I try them out? Click the link in this video as I said earlier or contact us through our website and we'll be able to help you understand more about that. Other questions would be how do I use them? Am I a right candidate? I don't know. How long should I be using them to know if they work? How long do I have to wear them for my specific case? Can I wear them around friends? Will they make my hearing worse? They won't make your hearing worse. All those other questions are individualized based on your history. That's what we specialize in here. So please reach out to us, follow the links to our website, and we'll be able to consult you if you had further questions. Thank you again for being here on my YouTube channel and watching this video. My name is Dr. Ben Thompson. I'm an audiologist helping people with tinnitus, hyperacusis, or hearing loss. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon.